On the Gag Order Network, uh, it is Jay, and alongside me is I always say the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, and I was getting mad at you for saying it. Yep, the man in the booth, Dimitri. Yep. And uh, yeah, today, uh, today is post Thanksgiving 2016. How is your waistband? Uh, actually, fine. This is the, uh, what's it called? This is one of the first years that I haven't eaten like an actual. Glutton. Really? Why is that? Um, I don't know. I just didn't have it in me. Uh, I had some more food today, and I don't eat leftovers. So my family has this thing where it's kind of a continual cook until the turkey's like ridiculously dry, and then they go, "Okay, deep fry it time." At which point, I won't eat anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, it's um, yeah, it, it's my waistband is fine. Um, well, you're one of the few then. Well, I also did something crazy for me. Oh jeez, what'd you do? Slept. Oh well, I yeah. Well, is it true that the turkey makes you want to go to sleep? No, oh. but it's true. Being out and about forever and having, um, uh, let's see, uh, my body just go through just t- just I've just been I've been exhausted. I've been stressed, <laughs> and uh, finances I think is what causes you to sleep. When you realize how broke you are. <laughs> I, I can't afford to eat, so I'm just gonna go to sleep. Yeah. Um, but that's what it is. It's a. Uh, it's when when you realize how broke you are, you go. I should probably sleep this off. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I've just huh, slept for I don't know how many hours. I just know it was multiple hours, which is an accomplishment for me. Yeah, it is. That's true. Um, but then I woke up and was immediately just fiery because new. Banking issue. <laughs> ah, yes. I hate with with the same old bank. I'm so gonna blow this bank <laughs> up. Like, I'm so done. They are horrible. Let's just say they did what they did with my insurance. This time with my car payments. See, you have one of those like small local branch uh, banks that there's only like one or two locations of. Yeah, yeah. And uh, should be one app- less. Apparently, they're not doing a very good job. No, no, they're not at all. Not at all. Not at all. And here's the thing. I thought it was just me because I was like, you know, I'm just going to go up to the branch. Maybe they're open today. There was actually – it looked like Black Friday there. 
there was a line of people screaming about how they weren't able to use their cards, how they couldn't pull money out, wow. what's going on, so why just, is my bank account on hold. It's not just you. The the bank itself kind of sucks. Yep. So I was like, oh, okay, good. I, th- I thought they were just picking on me because I was just going to go in and cry and be like, why me? What did I do? No, the bank just sucks. Yeah, yeah, they're terrible. This one guy that goes, I'm, I'm not saying I will, but I have the presence of mind to go home and get a gun. And I was like, all right, this is where I take my cue to leave because <laughs> I'm going to go. Because usually, I'm um, sorry to say this, but usually white people that say that mean it. <laughs> like, so I was like, I'm just going to leave. going to go now before I end up on, you know, Boston, blah, 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 2016. It was a tragedy here. 38 people dead. Like, I don't need that. I don't need that at all. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, it's just... Uh, Post Thanksgiving, just how yeah, was your Thanksgiving? And, uh, what I always find absolutely fascinating is that we eat Thanksgiving. And we uh, we say what we're thankful for. We have family together, whatever. And then th- four hours later, we'll ki- we're killing each other for a TV that's fifty dollars off. Yeah, that's true. Um, that always just gets me every single year. That's why I refuse to go Black Friday shopping. Well, for me, my family, uh, I refuse to go because I had that one bad experience where. Uh, my mother and I stayed outside in the freezing cold, alternated between standing in the car and standing outside, oh, okay, yeah. gave her hot chocolate, got coffee. I, we drank so much that day. Like, I'm surprised we didn't die from diabetes or <laughs> caffeine over, like, over. Overload. Yeah, overload. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But uh, it's one of those things where we were there. We we were there for about eight hours or so. Like, it felt like eight hours. It was just forever. And and Circuit City opens the doors, and I'm sorry to say this, but a group of Puerto Ricans and Civics came up, cut the line off, and took all the coupons. And Circuit City members were scared to death of them, so they gave it to them. So I was like, "Wait, did we? Did we just? Wait, did we just wait outside? Wait, did we wait outside? Yeah, that happened. Uh, That's why six hours. I just my hands are blue. I'm black, but my hands are blue. I will never go black Friday shopping. I didn't get a coupon." I mean, y'all are gonna have to reprint some coupons. Like that's how it was. I was like, you're gonna have to reprint some coupons because, no, we waited outside. Everybody's been outside this whole time. There's no way that this happened. There was a funny picture online uh, going around today that basically, uh, when you buy a $300 tent, sleep outside for two days just to save $50 on a TV. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but the, the other reason why we don't go to Black Friday is because. Uh, We've uh, all identified the fact that my sister has terrible luck at Black Friday. Every year now, <laughs> I want to say for the past six years that she's gone Black Friday shopping, she's bought electronics. Okay. Like a myriad of electronic products. Yeah, mo- most of the time it's laptops or TVs or whatnot. All of which don't work within the week that she's bought them. Oh, man. One year she bought a TV with a DVD player in the side, the one that had like a clear blue thing that you opened up, put the DVD in, and closed it, and it had like a DVD disc changer so you could put four discs in there. It's cool, really cool TV. Wow. One thunderstorm, which happened that same week, short circuit of the TV, kaput. Went back to go get it returned. They said no. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. You can't return you it? You cannot return it because you bought it on Black Friday. Wow. So that was it. That, and she bought, I want to say, four of them. All of them did. Not just one. All of them did. <laughs> the following year, she bought two laptops and desktop computer. And my kids spilled a drink on the desktop computer, short-circuited it. It blew. And, like, completely just done. It was... That's just bad luck. It was kaput. That's all it is. But the two laptops turned on, went to blue screen of death, 
turned off and they couldn't return them. That, uh, that's just horrible luck. That's all it really is. I've never had any problems with anything. A year my, after that, they bought a 50-inch TV. My mom still has the 47-inch. She bought like 10 Listen, years ago. Well, this is that's why like, I said my sister now refuses out. to go because she has terrible luck. The uh, following year, she brought a 50-inch TV, LCD TV. Mm-hmm. She noticed three weeks later that there was like a pixel in the corner that looked dead. Thought nothing of it. And the following spread. day. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like somebody spider webbed the TV. She was like, there's no there's no way. This can't just be happening over and over was again. Was it like actual br- brand name TVs or was it just the yeah. off brand? No, they were brand name TVs. Uh, okay. That's what drives her nuts. I think we actually have one here with the S. Sanyo. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Dude. Uh, they're just all dead, just dead, 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 dead. Brother-in-law bought a watch. A watch. Listen, bought a watch. It was one of those Apple watches. Oh, okay. So it's supposed to connect with your phone. All right. Dumb thing the, the is, the ones for like one hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah, but you don't have an Apple phone. So wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Wait, hold on. What? Wait. He doesn't have an iPhone. Then why do you buy one? Uh, listen, sometimes you watch things and you think you could be a spy or a Power Ranger. I have no idea. <laughs> but um, he bought it, and uh, it short-circuited and caught fire. Not even joking. He sent it back, got money back for that. You have horrible luck. Oh, yeah. Your oh, yeah. family just has horrible luck. Terrible with, with technology. Terrible. The, the, there was another year. Bought another laptop, Lenovo. You got. You have to stop buying things. Computer stuff. No, just things. Just stop buying anything. Just never buy anything ever again. Just listen. The Lenovo computer. <laughs> so, my sister waited in line. She waited in line for like seven hours or whatever. Bought it for my younger brother. Micro Center sold it for cheaper, so they went to go return it. They gave the wrong laptop back to uh, Best Buy. Best Buy wouldn't give them back the laptop because it was in the box. They just repackaged it, or whatever. So Best Buy wouldn't give them back the laptop. So they said, okay, whatever. It's a Lenovo computer, and Best Buy is being stupid because you have the wrong product, but whatever. So they started it. Um, the computer stops working. It goes to a blue screen. Then they get to work again. Then it's trying to download, like, the Windows components that it needs, All right. and it just completely, like, dies. It craps the bed. So they go to Micro Center because they bought a warranty to get the other laptop fixed. Micro Center won't honor the warranty because it's a it's different computer so just becomes a doorstop <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i'll take them off your hands if you still have dude them. no they're just i think one i think one day my uh my brother-in-law took a bat to them out of pure frustration <laughs> he just had it oh and that's not to mention that he bought car speakers that short circuited his car um he bought a home entertainment system that blew the fuse and he bought oh a sound bar that every time you plug in your iPod or whatever it it zaps you. It's cool. It zaps you. That's what they're supposed to do, right? Give you a jolt of. Yeah, because the sound bar is a taser. Obviously, <laughs> that totally makes sense. It's so it's anti theft program. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anytime you go near it, it, just shocks you. Oh yeah. And you can hear it. It's very audible. Look, I I don't know. I've never had any problems with anything ever, so I don't know. Yeah, but you also fix things, and you speak to machines on a different level. That's probably true. If something you speak worth- to them on an intimate level. <laughs> <laughs> I've taken them out to dinner first, but yeah. yeah. But they understand because they know you're the ambassador between them and, and people. <laughs> That's why you're an android. I've never had a computer short circuit on me. I've never had any. Even if something does go wrong, I guess I have the ability to actually fix it and not worry about it. 
Ah. So I suppose that's yeah. That we don't. I don't. I don't get annoyed when I see the blue screen. I'm like, oh man, all right, well I'll fix it. You know, when we see the blue screen, everybody panics. It's like the Titanic going down. Pretty much, everyone yeah, runs around like ah, any normal there. person. Yeah, because all our information, our life's on there. It's like no, it's all on there. It's and I'm like, oh man, it's just another 15 minutes out of my day. Yeah, no, I don't have that. I need to get that way. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's where ooh. the the last time that I remember. I've I've never been been Black Friday shopping. My mama has a few times. The last time I uh, she got the forty seven inch t- uh, the LCD TVs when they first started making the really big ones, like the forty seven inch ones. This thing was like twelve hundred dollars. Now you can get one for like three hundred. Yeah, she's probably upset about that. Well, no, no, this was like ten years ago. Oh, okay. This is when they first came out, and we still have it. We still use it to this day. It's above the fireplace in the living room. Oh, that's pretty good. I just I like it because she always used to go by herself, and I used to wake up in the morning. It was like Christmas. It's just boxes everywhere, all new stuff. Yeah, like, Christmas oh, cool. before it's Christmas. Yeah, yeah, pretty no, much. I I totally get you for that. Um, but uh, I have another Thanksgiving experience. This is the first time. Um, <clears throat> I don't want to be disrespectful, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be kind. Uh it's uh my girlfriend's family. You were with uh, your girlfriend's family for a portion of Thanksgiving. Like I spent the night before, as was I, and then uh, the earlier in the day, I was there. And uh, uh, her mom and her sister are vegans, so Oof. so <laughs> so they basically went outside, ate dirt, and then came back. Listen, in. they had they had this thing that looked like. You ever see like the Christmas bread rolls, like yeah. that circle and has like fruit cores or something? Fruit, uh, fruit cake. Yeah, uh, almost, but almost like the the ice cream ones that they have. You know the uh, oh, like frosting on it. Yeah, and it's just got like it got the food in the middle. Yeah, and it's made of. I try it, but it's it's Tofurky is the is the uh, Tofurky Tofurky is the brand name. <laughs> um, um. <laughs> um, it looked like um, because I didn't. I'm just gonna be honest. When <laughs> it was, it was a, it was a matter of like playing time crunch. Like I was waiting. I was like, please have my family say they're ready. Please have my family say, like just so I could leave. Oh yeah, yeah. And as they're prepping it, my family sends a text like, "Hey, we're ready. If you, ah, oh, we gotta go." <laughs> like, <it's> just, <laughs> I was, mm. <laughs> um, it looked like. It look I can't okay. Uh, it's like because tofu looks a certain way, but it didn't look like tofu. It looked like it looked like bologna, bologna angry. <laughs> like it just angry bologna. But it it couldn't be. It was like bologna but spongy. Oh yeah, you've have you had tofu before? It's not tofu. That's what I'm saying. No, but have you had tofu? Yeah, I've had tofu. That's why I said this is not tofu. Oh okay. Tofu tofu has the the consistency and the look of eggs almost. Yeah, like and uh, like cute, like fa- like fast food eggs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like but yeah. this is not it. This looks like you would use it to make paint decorations on the wall, like faux <laughs> sponge splotches. It's the stuff that you put paint on to paint. Yeah, it's dude. It was. It looked like you shouldn't eat it. It and, like sh- and you, it had like stuff in the middle, and it just. I felt so bad because like her stepdad isn't a vegan, <laughs> so yeah, he's like save me. I think he said, I'm going to go buy milk and went to the Chinese restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, I'm not coming back. It's, that sucks. It is. Uh, um, well, you know, everybody does things differently. Yeah, uh, but that's the the family that I was with. I'm going to say you can't celebrate Thanksgiving if you're a vegan. 
Is that like is that unconstitutional? Yeah, I'm gonna say it's it's something that they wrote. Like they wrote it somewhere. It's there in the Declaration of Independence. See, I, I, don't, I actually I don't like the idea of Thanksgiving to begin with, but whatever. Because of what? Because of the history of it. Because of how it actually came about. Yeah, but I've gotten it's, over that. I've gotten over because oh, no, there's a lot I, of things. I mean, I, I do it anyway. I've gotten over it, but just the the idea that you celebrate what actually happened as a as a positive celebration is interesting. To well, me. then same thing Fourth of July. It's celebrating war that you fought hard to get out of. So you celebrate all the deaths, the Labor Day, Memorial Day. Like, like a idea, lot of things are not. Listen, the, the idea of Thanksgiving and then Black Friday right after that is just. Yeah, but that's marketing. That's those are idiots. Um, it's just, but then there's Cyber Monday, so that's what you should be celebrating, anyways. Um, or I could just go to the store and buy Cyber whatever. Monday. Um, cyber. It's cyber. Cyber. Didn't we do this before? Oh no. Cyber. Yeah, something something happens. Something like yeah. that. I know. I remember doing that. Yeah. Cyber. We have to go back into the files and look around. It's got to be around Thanksgiving. <laughs> like it's got to be around Thanksgiving. Probably last year. Yeah. It, so, it, either last year or I feel like this was like. Ancient gag order. Yeah, could be. Um, so the family that I was with uh, did not have Thanksgiving dinner. They had Thanksgiving lunch at 1 o'clock in the day. <laughs> I want to kick you. You know, sometimes <laughs> I want to stab you, and this is one of those times. Um, uh, it was it was turkey, mashed potatoes, bread rolls. They they See, they were so disorganized that they forgot, like, vegetables. They forgot. Um, they, they actually forgot the cranberry sauce, and they ended up finding a can of cranberry sauce that they used. Isn't that funny? We don't mind botulism when it comes to cranberry sauce. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, ah, whatever, it's fine, <laughs> it's good. It says that it was expired in '99, but it's totally cool. It was, like, it. it was just, it was very disorganized. The um, certain members of the family didn't want to do it, but other ones wanted to, so they ended up doing it. Kind of thing. Everyone needs to get over it. Thanksgiving is just more a matter of you being there with your family. I, I. Listen, I, I just I, I never I didn't understand it because like they they basically the entire morning you know they cooked whatever few hours whatever it was at one o'clock or one thirty everybody sat down had dinner and then just dispersed and it was over yeah that's it that's it and day done yeah and pretty yeah. much and then like you just went out it was like three o'clock and you just go out with, go out, go about with your day yeah and it's because everybody's ru- listen you guys have to stop ruining Thanksgiving because then they're gonna take it away from us and we need it for work <laughs> we need the days off. Yeah, a lot of people had uh, have Black Friday off. Yeah. Well, this is the first time I've actually had days off after Thanksgiving from my morning gig. I actually recently found out that um, it's illegal for retail stores to be open on Thursday. Yeah, on that, Thanksgiving. That's why everything opens at 1 a.m. on Friday. Yeah. I, I didn't know that it was actually illegal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're not allowed to, and they're also it's, not it's allowed a mass to sell um, alcohol. Really? No wine or alcohol sold on Thanksgiving either. Oh, okay. Well, like, yeah. you cannot go anywhere and drink. I, I drove around on Thanksgiving on Thursday for a little bit just because I had stuff to do, and, like, there was nobody anywhere. It used to be where you could go on Thanksgiving and stop a shop would be open in the morning. And then they and, would close, like, early. It was, like, half day. Yeah, or and yeah. you'd run and grab it because that was when they said Thanksgiving dinner. Now it's, like, Thanksgiving brunch. Yeah, pretty much. Thanksgiving brunch. I, I don't know. I'm not going to get used to that because dinner is it's supposed to be dinner. It's supposed yeah, to be like well, that's why like, when, I, when I have a family, I'm going to go back to old school tradition. Uh, beating children, flogging them, <laughs> um, stoning them. Yeah, just I'm going back to the old school way of everything. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna have old school Thanksgiving, Hallow's Eve. We're gonna find witches. Uh, I'm just gonna just kind of go back to the tradition. <laughs> I'm gonna find a baby in a manger every Christmas. Everything is just getting way, yeah annoying, way, way out of hand. People suck. People ruin good things. 
They really do. Yeah, people ruin good things. We've realized this a while ago. People ruin good things. That's why when we do gag order Singapore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and now it's ruined. We, but gag order Singapore, there's there's expats that do everything the right way. They they like still do Thanksgiving dinners and stuff like that. So we'll go join them and just, I mean. Nobody outside of the country does Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is an American holiday. I know. There's, there's Canadian Thanksgiving. It's a different day, though. Yeah. It's not like. Isn't it? It's not. It already passed. I thought it was later. I thought it was in December. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, no, no. Well, that's. I don't know why they celebrate it or what the purpose of that is, but they, no other country does Thanksgiving. Well, they. Because they do Thanksgiving because they have. To, no, and Haiti does Thanksgiving. Everyone does their own. It, it, Thanksgiving is just what are you thankful for that the nation as a whole says, okay, we, we're going to adopt this. It's like thankful day. Yeah, of. it's thankful day. So Haiti has that for uh, an independence uh, moment. So there's Haitian Thanksgiving, and, and then there's Haitian uh, Independence Day and Flag Day. Right, right. But, uh, yeah, there's a Haitian Thanksgiving. There's also a Haitian New Year's. Um, well, every, <clears throat> every country has a New Year's. Yeah, so it's the same thing. China has a Thanksgiving. It's way past at this point. Um but yeah, every everyone has their own version of it. Do mm-hmm. Russians think anything? Are you thankful? We thank ourselves for being alive. Yeah, are, is there a Russian Russian appreciate me day? <laughs> like, is there a Russian Thanksgiving? Uh no, not really. No, th- I mean there's there's Independence Day, there's um Victory Day, which are actually two different holidays. Well, that doesn't make sense. I don't know why. Yeah, that should be one and the same. Um, I mean there's yeah there's actually. Um, well, we have a Victory Day. I'm sorry, we have a V Day. Yeah, we do. America has a V-Day. What's that? A victory day. For, is it Iwo Jima? Oh, I mean, there's a whole, there's a bunch of victories. Yeah, I, mean, I think we have we have a V-Day. Listen to me not knowing history. Uh, I'm not a history person, so. <clears throat> I know, I'm not either. V-Day. Not uh, Valentine's Day. Well, well, what did you think when you were going to type in V-Day? It just, it just hit me. Like, it just hit me. Okay. Uh, why do we celebrate VE Day? Um, Hitler killed himself. That's the day. That's the day. That's what we celebrate. May eighth is the day Hitler killed himself. Oh, that that's actually the Russian holiday, May eighth. Oh, really? What's my my? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so then that is the Russian holiday. Everyone's like, "Hey, it's the day all of this nonsense stopped." Like pretty much, actually, yeah. It's the day all of this just stopped. Put to that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's the VE day. All right. You good? You good? Happy? I'm over it now. Yes. I'm yes. Good. Oh, okay. Good. Um, but yeah, the world celebrates the day he killed himself. <laughs> I mean, but that that kind of makes sense though, if you really think about it. Some morbid holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, he's dead. Yeah, he offed himself when May. Yay. Let's um, drink and celebrate. Yeah, exactly. Like that's that's a hell of a day. It's a hell of a day. Do you think Germany celebrates it in like sorrow? <laughs> we are so sorry. Yeah. Oh. Uh, we apologize. May eighth, the day we lost. <laughs> like, the day. Uh, no, the, even even Germans are sorry for what happened. Yeah, well, a lot. Some of them. A lot of them. A lot. A third of them. <laughs> a lot. A lot. A fraction of them. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Not as many as we think. Maybe. Maybe. <clears throat> I don't know. Um, considering there's American Nazis. Yeah, that's true. Amer- considering I'm gonna say a lot, not as much as we need. Yeah. All right. I'll give you that. Um. Yeah. There's a lot of nonsense happening here as well, so. Oh yeah, yeah, there most definitely is. 
nonsense every single day. And a lot of it's uh, just kind of showing its um, face. Well, it's stuff that's been going on for years that everybody talks about and have been saying is existing in this country. And people go, shut up, racism's over, blah, blah, blah. And then now it just kind of shows its face and everyone's like, oh. All right, my bad, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it exists. It's real. Yeah. Well, here's a here's the the funny thing. Um, Racism is funny. No, 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 no. Sometimes no. Um, it's more Donald Trump's people are so mad. At him. Wait, uh, explain. His constituents and everyone that voted for him so upset. Why? Because he's backpedaling on everything he said. Because you can't run the country like that. Of course. Duh. So, so there's so many angry people. Like, what do you mean you're not building the wall? What do you mean you're not kicking people out of the country? Like, he said that the first thing that he would do as president is um, get Hillary get arrested. Hillary arrested. And he was like, ah. Uh, Never mind. She's a good person. Yeah. Forget it. It's like, doesn't care. Everyone's like, what do you mean? Um, Obviously, you can't. That, that <laughs> Here's the thing. That's why a lot of people like that were like super anti-Trump. You hear like starting to get quiet. It's not a matter of everyone's like, oh, okay, he's not that bad of a guy. It's like, it's like, oh, okay, somebody's talking to him like you can't be this idiot that you started off as. But he's also been quoted as saying like he's taken a step back from the podium, looked around and goes, I love ignorance. Like he loves stupid people that vote for him because all he has to do is say a couple of angry words. I want to build a wall. Yay! Yeah, and that's it. And that gets him the vote. And then as a president, oh, wait, I can't actually build a wall. Well, the funny thing is it's uh, someone said it's as if he's looking at the crowd now and goes, hey, guys, did you not notice? I mean, I totally get that you guys are racist, but, I mean, my wife, she doesn't really speak English. So did that go over your heads? <laughs> like I'm saying let's not have foreigners, but I'm – kind of married to ones and that just that just skipped right past you guys really just i passed her off as an american you were cool with that nobody had a problem with that yeah i don't know i don't understand no, that. no one no one had a problem with the fact that she clearly doesn't speak english clearly english is her 15th language i think it's like her fourth or third she, 82nd she she does it she, she has actually. as many first languages as presidents <laughs> that's that's how she speaks as many languages as letters in her name yeah and that's how far away english is from her first language None of this bothered you? Hey, oh, it's those auto warranty people. The ones that tell me, hey, we have you uh, registered for a 2010 Dodge Nitro. And I'm like, I don't have that car. Stop asking me for that car. I, I see less and less of those on the streets. Yeah, because they're crap. Yep. I mean, I love... Oh, I, oh here's another thing I think for Thanksgiving. Mm. This is how desperate her stepdad was to get away from... Tofurkey <laughs> Sponge turkey <laughs> Toe sadness <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tofu sadness It's just so bad It's not even tofu That's the thing It says it's not tofu So it's Tofurkey's the brand name And then it was just Fungus turkey <laughs> Like I don't know what it was to I like toe sadness to It's toe sadness So <laughs> to get away from the toe sadness um, He had to rent a car uh, Because his other car has issues or whatever He got a Ford F-150, Bighorn Edition. Truck. Oh, my God. Like I love truck, yeah. that. It's Listen. It's a you, tank. You know how I like I like big cars because I like comfort. I don't okay. like being like in tight places. I hate the sedan. You know that. I, I like smaller cars. I hate the sedan. Maybe I'm, it's because I'm not overcompensating for anything. Nor am I. <laughs> Do you want to make phone calls? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> 
Like I'm not overcompensating for anything. I just don't like. I'm. I think I'm. I might have claustrophobia. Like I don't. Oh uh, yeah. Plus you have back issues and everything. Yeah, which so. I can't. Like I cannot stand. Which you is worse, being in a car. You accident. can't kneel down. You can't be too low in your back. Yeah. yeah so so sitting in this car. Look. <clears throat> I, listen. I got in the, in the driver's seat. Immediately, I wanted to run over everything. <laughs> I was just like, I want everything dead. Like from here, as far as the eye can see, Simba, run over everything. That's what I want to do. Uh, but it was twenty fours. It's like that's the tires. They're sitting on twenty fours. The thing is a monster. Twenty four inch tires. Yep. It was huge. It was beautiful. Um, also, it's really weird because it's not. It's not a like a re- a regular uh, stick shift. Like it's it's not at all. It's on the wheel. No. To turn the car like into reverse drive, whatever, it's a knob that you turn. Oh. It was the craziest thing. Listen, that's you know awful. how many times I would screw up and think it was the temperature control and kill us? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's a little warm here. Open the child of the AC. We'll perverse. Exactly. That's, <laughs> that's stupid. I was looking at it like, I'm going to kill us because I kept looking at it thinking, like, it's cold in here. Let me. T- nope, that's reverse. <laughs> nope, that's neutral. That's but stupid. Here's the thing. So uh, it gets hot really quick. It has so many ports, so many outlets. It's it's an amazing, beautiful car, a truck actually. But the best feature on it, it goes zero to I don't know how it's fast. It's demo mode basically. Dude, mission mode. It. Listen how quickly I I got in it. I uh I, he says like just floor it. Hit the pedal straight to the ground. That's what he says. He said, put the pedal as far down as you possibly can. Oh, geez. That's terrifying. And I go, all right, because we're on open road now. I do it thinking it's going to take a while for the car to do that lurch forward thing. Yep. No. We were at 85 miles an hour before I could even blink. <laughs> and I was like, this is awesome. I want this car. So I'm looking at it. Here's the, here's the thing. I'm looking at it. I go online. I go Kelly Blue Book. I, I search online for it just because I'm like, I need to know. Yeah, you're just car. curious. Yeah, of course. It's fun. It's cheaper than that piece of crap I'm driving downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this goes back to the first thing we talked about. You and your family have absolutely horrible luck when it comes to life. Uh, thanks. <laughs> now it's just broadened. Do, uh, do you know how upset I am? Like the fact that I I could drive that, that house basically on wheels. <laughs> it's beautiful. And it Big can, cab. It, it can tow anything. And that's the... Th- Listen, you can literally hitch a house to it, and it can pull the house out of the foundation. I could just drag gag order. Just, <laughs> just put it around the, the segment that get is a long order. rope and just, just lasso the building and just drive just, gag orders yep. now mobile. Yep. Um. And listen, I I was thinking I was thinking I should just get an RV. I would strap or something a camper, strap it to the back of that, and I don't need an address. I just need a parking lot. <laughs> like I'm so. You want to turn into one of those, dude? At this point, why the hell not gag order on the road? Like we could go, we could drive to our interviews. Where are you, California? Two weeks, six months. <laughs> However long it takes to get to California. <laughs> However long it takes to get to California, <laughs> take us forever to get there. But um, yeah, no, it's just I'm I'm at that point where I'm so vexed. The car is it's a monster. Listen, snow. What's snow? Oh no, it yeah, exactly. It doesn't care. It's a four. It's all wheel drive. Four wheel drive. The clearance on the car. It's here. It's here. It's like it's you. Like, you need you need a step ladder to get into the cabin. I was I was like I will jump this until my wife is pregnant and then I have to figure it out how <laughs> I can just wheel her into the back. Because <laughs> like, I'm just I want the car. You, I, like I want it. 
I I was like officially I just want it. You said it was a Ford F one fifty. Ford F one fifty. It's silver. It's a double big, ca- double cab. It's called Bighorn Edition. Double cab, probably. Yeah. yeah. It's just huge. It's huge. It's it's like a car that Tim Allen would rah, rah, rah. like. It's just it was <laughs> huge. Uh and then that's the other thing to park it. It was bigger than the spot, but it fits in the length of the spot, the parking spot. He goes, drive up there on the curb. The curb is big that if I were to try to drive my car on it, I'm losing the front grill. So I go and I drive up. The car oh, no. The car doesn't care. It looks like it takes the tree out. <laughs> oh, I need this in my life. <laughs> oh. You know what? I would be terrified if you had that car because I, there would be so many deaths. I wouldn't even care. Like, would you run over? Uh. <laughs> They can bill me for it later. <laughs> like, it had, um, it had the, oh, I forgot what they're called. Did it have the little protector thing in the front of it? What do you mean? Uh, some cars have the oh, little, oh, um, uh, grill shield. Yeah, yeah, no, not this one. But I could just probably add it and just go through forest life. <laughs> I need to clear this path. I'll just give me a second. Let me strap on the plow. That's the other thing. You can put a plow you on it. You can put a plow on a plow. You could actually make money during the winter doing that. You can make a, a decent amount of money. Just leave work, put it down, yeah. pay me. Exactly. People, um, my neighbors have hired plow drivers, like local ones that they know, and just, hey, plow my, it will literally take you three minutes to plow my entire driveway if I shovel it for three hours. Yeah. You know, and I'll give you 50 bucks. There yeah. you go. That's it. You just made 50 bucks in five minutes. Which would be awesome. Because it would also be a very smart business plan because I just take the snow that I plowed from this yard and dump it into the next <laughs> and wait for them to call me <laughs> to come plow it. Just keep doing it. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, yeah, no, it's that truck is so beautiful, and I and I never had any of those moments where I, I cared so much about cars because you know me, I'm not like a car person like that. Yeah. But oh my god, you just like powerful cars. Yeah, just like that's that's what it is. And why the hell did you get a sedan? When you think you're gonna get married, and you buy a sensible car for a family, you realize you're no longer a man. <laughs> you know, it would be worse if you got a minivan. All right, a minivan's better than this piece. Mm. I'll take the car off your hands if you mm. want. Mm. If the you accident almost took the car off my hands. <laughs> I was this close. <laughs> if um. you give me the car, I'll take it. Yeah, but I still have to pay for it. It doesn't matter. That's give not the, how it works. If you give me the car for free, I'll, I'll drive it. Demetrius, it's not a fun car. Oh, oh, you'd be surprised. No, it's I, terrible. You would be surprised. It's terrible. You would think. No, no, I would not. Any car can be fun if you know how to drive it. Demetrius, you drive into snowbanks. So? It was fun. <laughs> That's not how they're used. <laughs> I'm just. I need. I need a. I need. I need a truck. I. I want an SUV. I want. I need a car. That is a car that I can feel comfortable in because I can't. I'm so confined in this damn car. It feels like a straitjacket at times. See, like I'm. Coffin. I'm perfectly okay having a smaller sedan. I actually like the sportier cars. I like being able to. To be able to fit into tight spots and no, I to, need at least a midsize. You know, the thing is, zig and zag. I, 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 I don't go. care. I'm coming through. I don't care at that point. Like I just, I need a car where one, if because you see me, like half the time I'm just lounged out in the car, like I'm chilling in the car. Yeah, so you so, need a comfortable car. Yeah, and and my back genuinely does hurt. Right. So I need a car with lift. So I'm not just like leaning to, uh, to try to get out of the damn car. I have to lean backwards, stick my feet out first to try to get out of the car. I I'm noticed pulling that. myself out. Yeah, I noticed You that. can't keep doing that. I can't keep pulling myself out. I'm going to be older before I get older. But it's not fair. Yeah. And it's, it's really bad for my back. So you want to be have to step down, basically. Yeah, just at least a little bit. I don't need to step down a foot, but at least a little bit. So it's just driving me nuts. I need to get, I need to get a bigger car. And, and once I do, I mean, God bless America. 
just good luck. <laughs> like, because if I had that car, I, I'm telling you, one, I, w- I know I would quit my day job. I would just have to work construction. Just because <laughs> it's, it's there. See? Just. I, I always find that funny because people that, like, that buy pickup trucks and that don't need the space in the back, mm-hmm. like, there's no reason for me to, be get, to get a pickup truck. I have no news for a pickup truck. That's a lie because every so often Dimitri comes in with laptops and computers that fall off trucks. Um, so <laughs> yeah, but it fits in my car perfectly fine. Backseat. Imagine how much more could fit in there. Salvaging Red Bull lockers and stuff. Just Dimitri <laughs> <laughs> would become a hoarder. Never mind. <laughs> he just comes. No, in, no, no. I would like actually buy, I, I would be in the uh, buying and selling business. He's basically tapping into his Russian roots of illegal trades. <laughs> that sounds really illegal. Buying and selling goods. Yeah, really. Yeah. How much marijuana kid you fit in the back of the truck? <laughs> uh, buying and selling electronics is more lucrative. That's illegal. He's selling secrets to other governments. I said electronics. Yeah, like spy equipment and stuff like that. Those are small. They can fit in my car. So, so you've sold electronics, surveillance equipment. So at six something, we're gonna <laughs> have an interview with uh, uh, actually any minute now. So yeah, with Grizzly Adams. So yep. let's take a break, and then when we come back, we're gonna have Grizzly Adams on, uh, talk to him about his music, uh, his unique sound, and then from there we'll talk some more turkey. Uh, and I don't know, I don't know what else we'll talk about, but it's cold. My nipples are hard. We'll be back. <laughs> Until you're back up in a blue room, dim 
Back, it is the Gag Order Radio Show here on the Gag Order Network. Uh, the number in studio is 857-366-5444. It is your host, Jay, and still Dimitri in the booth. Yep. And uh, while we went on a break, we made a call. We got 
this amazing artist, somebody that we've been trying to get on air for a while. <clears throat> you guys have heard me make mention of his name before uh, when we had Max on um, the uh, uh, Elevation show. Yep, a little while ago. Um, and that's uh, Max Schneider from YouTube Pain. Uh, we wanted to get Grizzly Adams on shortly after, but we missed the mark on that. But today, we have the privilege of having him on air with us. So without further ado, we want to say hi to Grizzly Adams. Yeah, what's going on, guys? It's an honor to be here. I'm pumped. Yeah, thank you for coming on. Uh, it's really good that Dimitri reached out to you because, uh, again, I made attempts before. It didn't work out well, and I really did want to have you on air, and Dimitri saw you on his own, reached out to you, and it made mention of your name. And I was like, oh, that's the same guy I've been trying to get a hold of myself. So. It's okay. I'm just better at doing it, Jay. Don't worry. Yeah, no, we got well, it. It all works out for a reason. The universe has got our back. So I think tonight's the perfect night to make it happen. I apologize for the delay, but it's going to be a good interview. I'm pumped. Yeah, yeah, no, this is totally going to be worth it. It's uh, also just really good to have you on air because it's, like, I love having new talent on air that looks like they're about to make a break um, and isn't just hip-hop because we tend to have a lot of young hip-hop artists because they're a dime a dozen. Okay, um, cool, for sure. Yeah, everybody says sure. they're hip-hop. Yeah, everyone's hip-hop. But uh, yeah. you, sir, you are uncategorized you have so many influences because you do take urban elements in your music but you have rock you have uh, a, a country to a degree alternative to a degree what would you say for the audience that doesn't know Scrizzly is your genre of preference what is it that you think you are um, I like to think the music I make is heartland rock um, with an urban element like an urban edge to it and just for music history over here. Heartland Rock refers to, like, in the 80s, Heartland Rock was a big thing with Bruce Springsteen, Tom Petty, John Mellencamp, Bob Seger. Um, so they're kind of like rocking troubadours, folk singers, speaking to the American people in a pop song kind of format. Um, so I like to think I'm doing the same thing in uh, 2016. And I'm a huge hip-hop fan, so I take a lot of urban elements and a lot of pop elements, and I kind of blend them all together and what you get is Grizzly Adams music and a lot of it's coming out next year so I'm excited about that now do you yodel as well <laughs> yodel ooh You're, we, we cover a lot of the pie chart but we don't cover yodeling so I might need to add that into the equation I that, like it's that. coming back I, I can feel it uh, yeah I think I could do that a heartland yeah, maybe, maybe album yodeler. too <laughs> heartland urban yodeler that's a new one perfect yeah, I like it <laughs> I don't <laughs> I'm scared of it <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so you're you're coming to Boston, just so everybody is at least aware of it for the Boston market. You are performing here at the Middle East. What's the day, sir? Uh, the date is January 21st. I'm playing the upstairs at the Middle East, and uh, it's going to be an awesome show. So come through. Yeah, make sure of it, guys, because. Uh, we've been playing some of his songs uh, prior to the interview, even uh, I think prior to the show. Mm. Um, and yeah, we're gonna we're gonna play more of him shortly after our interview. But he's got such a unique sound. He's got uh, like an awesome personality that I think it'd be well worth everybody checking him out. Um, Thank you, sir. Yeah, you're very welcome. Now, what started you off in music? What made it so that one day you said, "I'm going to start singing and go in this direction"? Ooh, okay, uh, that's two questions right there, and they're actually very separate. For most people, they aren't. Um, I've been doing music forever. Uh, I started music when I was like five. God, I don't know why. Music's been nothing but a never-ending pain in my butt. But uh, I like to believe that mu uh, I like to believe that music chooses you. You don't choose music. 
Um, I, w- I wish I wish I could go on with my daily life and music not be running through my head, but it just kind of is. So I started playing instruments really young, at like five, and I haven't stopped since. So I've been doing music, but, but um, singing is actually a very new thing for me. Uh-huh. Um, I just started taking singing like very seriously, or even considered being an artist or a singer was kind of a new idea that I didn't really start until until like the beginning of 2014 when I started doing Scrizzly Adams in it. Um, things kind of moved pretty quickly with me there. And uh, I just said, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be an artist and I'm going to be a singer. But I never was a singer before that, really. Um, I always wanted to be a producer. And I just found out that when I was singing on the, produ- when I was singing on the tracks I produced, it just kind of came through a lot more authentic. And what you were touching upon was it being so different. Uh, I definitely didn't sound like anybody else. So... It kind of all worked to my advantage, I think. That's awesome because a lot of people would see it as, you know what, I'm I'm spread too thin and I don't know which direction to go, so they almost just take a back seat to everything they're doing, whereas you kind of dove headfirst into it and said, you know what, this is now where I'm feeling I'm more comfortable, so I'm going to try to make it work. Yeah, it's exactly. And it was it was scary, absolutely. Like, I never thought of myself as like a front man or a singer or anything like that, but... uh I know, as long as I was making the music honest and everything I was doing was honest, you know, I like to believe that's going to accelerate me forward and it has been thus far. And I'm about to make a lot of moves next year. This has kind of been a, a year of a lot of touring and stuff like that. And I'm ready to release music and get a lot of content out there and kind of just you know, take this small fan base and expand it to much larger. So staying true to myself and just, you know, having the ball to do it. Well, are you looking to start uh, touring with other artists? Because I'm not familiar with who you've been touring with as of yet. I tour with other artists pretty regular. Well, not pretty regular. I've done like three major tours with other artists. Oh, really? I think it's also where, where yeah, I've been to Boston. I've played, um, where have I played? Was that big nightclub that's turned into Royale? a venue? Royale, yeah, I played Royale. That was pretty cool. It's a big place. Well, who were you um, yeah, with? I've toured with three, ma- three major artists. I've toured with um, Elle King, if you know her. She's amazing. Right when she had that hit record, X's and O's, I was on tour with her doing solo acoustic opening. That definitely got me a lot of exposure. Then I went on tour with Lissy at the top of 2016. She's a, a major folk singer, has a huge fan base, an amazing personality. She's a good friend of mine. She was actually just at my wedding a couple months ago. And uh, we did like... 20 shows together and then i'm very good friends with uh, a hip-hop artist named chris webby who's completely different from those artists and i uh put on a rock show before his hip-hop show and we toured and did i think 12 or 15 cities together i actually just got back on monday so wow i've been touring you and you know <laughs> a firm believer in just getting in the van and kind of going and you know winning over as many people as you can getting some face time with the audience and just rocking out it's kind of kind of the way it is that's awesome. Um, Thanks, man. Yeah, and I, I plan to accelerate that again next year. Um, but, uh, yeah, that all, that, all, that all will come to fruition next year. Now, is that through you and your own accord, or are you going through an uh, agency? Me, too. First two tours were through my agent, and then uh, the second tour, the third tour was through a personal relationship. And, uh, like, Boston, that Boston show I did myself, I have a hometown show a small one i'm putting together in new jersey um near where i'm from in kenilworth new jersey it's going to be on december 9th that i put together myself so i'm definitely a grinder and i like taking care of things myself but uh, i have an amazing agent marty diamond 
who represents like Coldplay and Ed Sheeran and stuff, and he's like a firm believer in me. So once things heat up a little more with me, he can make those kind of big moves that I need to be made. But in the meantime, he's done great stuff like connecting me with El King and Lissy and getting me in front of 1,500 people a night you know, on several occasions. That's awesome. Hey, what we should do is uh, we should try to get some of these other artists that you've been on with, get them on for an interview, and then kind of have you reconnect. That way, at least, you know, you're kind of dipping back into that well of fans, and then it makes it so when you start this new run of tours, it's even better. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. So that's something that we can definitely do. I don't, I don't mind doing that at all. Totally. Um. So where do you see yourself in, like, the next couple of years? Do you want to be – one of those major celebrities that can't go to like McDonald's without the crowd following, or do you want to be a celebrity that just kind of does? Because I mean, L King, she's well known. She's been on tour, obviously. She does great music, but aside from her tour, was it the Ministry tour or whatever it was that she just did? Nobody like I, I could walk past her and not recognize her. For sure. Um, I mean, I definitely would like to achieve as much success as possible. I'm always a firm believer in that. I. I'm competitive, and I like to set the bar high, so I want to achieve as much as possible, but I still would like to be able to go to the gym. You know, I still like to go to the supermarket. But I think that goes along with my personality. I think people will respect my space. I think people will respect me. Like, the thing I do with the shows is, is I always say the second I get off the stage, I'm walking through the crowd, and I'll be at the merch table all night. As long as you can kind of create a, uh, um, a dynamic with you and your audience where you're being honest with them and you're respecting them and they'll respect you, there's no reason we all can't, you know, be a Buffalo Wild Wings after the show having drinks. Um, so I'm a believer in that. Um, I'm not a very controversial person by any means. So I can't imagine, you know, upon having success that, you know, I'll be a tabloid figure or anything like that. I'm just, I think it just kind of you know, happens to you. So you're not, gonna have, normal, dude. you're not planning on having any scandals anytime soon? No, nah, not really. I'm, I'm like, I'm pretty like basic, you know, just good old American regular guy. Now, I do have a question that I like to ask uh, a lot of artists. How did you come up with, yes. with your name? I'm not, a very creative yeah, sure. per- I'm not a very creative person, so it would be nearly impossible for me to come up with a band name or an artist uh, name. How did that come don't about? Don't tell yourself, sure. You're a creative guy, I'm sure. Um, yeah, pretty simple. Uh, so, Scrizzly Adams, uh, it came from a couple things, and it kind of just stuck. Um, so, like, whenever I was kind of making music... The whole idea was I was making Americana. Um, Americana was actually really hot when I started making it in like 2013. You know, the Lumineers were getting really big and, and Mumford and & Sons and the idea of folk kind of being on the radio was a cool thing. So I wanted to take like Americana, um, Americana and I kind of wanted to flip it. So that's what I did. I took it and I had the urban elements and I had the pop elements and you know even electronic elements. And my goal was to take Americana and show you the future of it because so many great Americana acts were kind of showing us the past. You know, it either sounded like Bob Dylan or it sounded like something else, and that's great. But I'm a I'm a Kanye West fan. Like he's my favorite artist, and his his approach was let me let me show you the future early. So I wanted to show you the future. So um, I wanted to keep it really simple, and I said I want to take Americana and I want to flip it. You know, just thought of different Americana figures that haven't been used. I took the great mountaineer of the late 1800s, Grizzly Adams, and I just flipped it. I added an SK. SK is very, you know, visual. The S is round. The K is sharp. The Zs are fierce. The Y, the L, um, it's very scrizzly. It's very aggressive. It's very earthy. It's very, kind of felt like my voice was very scrizzly. Um, it had a reference point. You would remember it. It's it's like Eminem. It's ridiculous. You know, it's over the top. It's absurd. <laughs> Eminem, when you first hear it, you think you're talking about Skittles or Eminem. I'm confused. So I was like, you know what? 
I can rock with this. It's going to be ridiculous, but that's kind of the way it's got to be. And once you stick with the name, you kind of call you know, you, you get the nickname Scrizzly Adams, Scrizzly or Scrizz, and I guess Scrizzles, I get all crazy nonsense. Um, and it just kind of kind of made sense. Once you see all those letters together, it's kind of instantly identifiable. So I've been rocking with that. Well, the other thing with your name is it automatically invokes Mountain Man thoughts or <laughs> rapper. You know, Mountain like, Man thoughts are quintessential. Yeah, but it's it's either I'm I'm looking for like a Bear Grylls kind of guy, or I'm looking for a, a hip hop artist, and that's why for the yeah, longest no, which time. Yeah, no, so funny why it's right in the middle exactly. Yeah, because the Grizzly has a very like you know, young Grizzles could easily be a hip hop <laughs> yeah, artist. Young Grizzles. <laughs> Your young squizzles in the cut, like that. <laughs> yeah, I have to do that actually. Why not? Listen, cool. you have no idea. For a long time, I thought I was like, and this is before like I actually took a, a listen to your music. I saw your name and I go, oh, he's a rapper. Immediately categorize you as a rapper, because Scrizzly Adams. I'm like, that's that's just a hip hop name. It's got to be a. a kind of cool though. I I like that. Then I mean, I always thought it was maybe a little too more mountain manny, but that you're seeing it as a very urban thing. I like that. Yeah, actually. that's how we that's we took it cool. as oh he's a rapper, and cool. then when we listened, we're like, uh, no, not not at all. <laughs> so, mm, that's dope. That's yeah. really dope. We like it. It's just. I mean, I, I honestly just thought for the longest time, I was like, hey, this guy's a, a young rapper. I would have sold you as that to anyone asking. Had yeah. I not taken a listen to your music, I automatically would have, That's crazy. I would have ruined your career. No, I wouldn't. That's cool. That's cool. It's disruptive. I like that. But it's a it's a good name. Yeah, and then, then again, the fact that you realize it also means Mountain Man-ish. So you're totally so, fine yeah. with that. He's the yeah. rapper of the Outback? Yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, a rapper from the Adirondacks. That's what he is. He's the, crocodile, yeah, he's the crocodile Dundee of rappers. Yeah, he's just—he's all about being badass and a survivalist, but he's also a rapper. It's but just, I also run the streets at the same time. Exactly, <laughs> but there are no streets in you the world. The creeks. <laughs> the creeks. Yeah, yeah, be the correct. Creeks, I run the creeks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm with that. <laughs> I really, uh, I genuinely appreciate like you as an artist because you're somebody that is being uh, unique in your delivery. You're thinking about how to go about presenting yourself and uh, the medium that is music, but then you also are just being genuine. You're heartfelt. You're putting your, like your actual thoughts and some of your, I just want to say some of your life or some aspects of your life into your music. We heard some of your singing and there's not so much pain, but it sounds like somebody that's been through experiences. So when you're singing, it's not this person sure. that's making up lines to fill a, a melody. It's somebody that's going, I have this story that I want to present, and but I have the production background to know I can also emphasize and make this story ever more pertinent to the person listening to it because I can give the nuances in the music. And that's like, Absolutely. it's just, it's so great to hear somebody have that talent to have you know, a dynamic ability like that. And I just, I don't know what, what I really is it? I appreciate that? your attention to detail. I mean, yeah, I really definitely like this. I'm, even the vocal delivery, I'm giving extra, you know, I'm giving more than those who I'm competing against in the production. I like to think I'm giving all the details so that it adds up to two and two. You're going to get five at the end of the day. So yeah, I genuinely appreciate you taking notice of all that. And, and you said something there that I don't agree with though. Um, <clears throat> you said something I mean, where you said for you, you feel like you're giving more than those who you compete against In all actuality, I think you're so unique in your branding of music because you take too many, like and I say too many because not anybody can actually find different elements of all these musical genres and make them work like you did. So you take too many that sure. the average producer is not going to be able to sit there and go, 
I can make a viable sound from all of these influences. But you take from all these influences and you make a unique sound that's not crap. It's a unique sound that's actually <laughs> catchy tunes. That's actually music that I enjoy listening. To. So it's a difference to it. I appreciate that. I can I can slap together Bach. You know, it's mm-hmm. I can slap together Bach, some Beethoven, some get some hip hop from Jay Z in the past. Grab some Avril Lavigne <laughs> tunes and make absolute trite trash. But you yeah, took exactly. all these influences and made a very viable sound. That's your sound. I appreciate that. So that's like I, re- I really appreciate that. Yeah, it's it's just something that I, I realized. That's why I said I don't agree with you saying you're competing because you're not. You're doing something that people not competing. Have. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So don't yeah, I'm with it. I'm totally with it. Yeah, don't sell yourself short like you told Dimitri. Like, you are unique in and of yourself. So you have, you kind of have the run of the show at this point because no one else is doing it. Yeah, no one's doing what I'm doing at all, and that's that's I mean, from uh from the negative side. I mean, that's my most difficult thing in the marketplace with tastemakers and um you know industry gatekeepers and stuff like that. When you're the only one doing it, it's uh it's definitely not easy. So. You know, people like you supporting and co-signing what I'm doing actually adds a lot of momentum, you know. Eventually, you know, hopefully it takes one person in the room to raise their hand, then two people, then three people, then eventually everyone's screaming along. Yeah, but just um, like your influence, yeah, Kanye I mean, had it too. I, I'd, rather, I'd, rather do, I'd rather do what I feel is authentic and, uh, you know, it being unique. So, I mean, the thing I want to say is I, I didn't, I think that's why it worked. And I, I, the goal never was to make a hodgepodge of, you know, a melting pot of genres in order to make the music I wanted to make. I just, I wanted to make what I wanted to hear. I think that was the ultimate goal was like, I'm not hearing this and I want to hear this. And I chased kind of that. I chased what my ears were going after. So, that um, yeah, that's kind of why it worked, I think. Yeah. And I'm sure that in the seconds I don't do that, I'm in the studio all the time failing and I'm like, chasing after things that are supposed to have this much hip hop or supposed to have this much folk and supposed to have this much whatever. And it doesn't work. And I think, you know, there's definitely records I'll release maybe not next year, but maybe the next year after that, that are a little more leaning towards one angle. And I think, you know, what is important is, you know, I, I, I can go very deep down the urban lane and it'll feel really good. And I can go really deep down like the rock lane and it'll feel really good. Um, I think just the underlying thing always and for a career to work is it has to feel authentic. So, you know, right now and in the past, all these hybrids kind of are resonating. But the second they're forced, I think the music isn't going to be very good. So priority number one, it's got to feel authentic. Yeah, and and that's totally where you're coming from. But then also, like you said, uh, since the industry tastemakers, um, and uh, it's one of those things where since you're so unique, you find yourself always, you know, confronted with, we're not too sure because it hasn't been something that's been Yeah, proven. exactly. But that's it's Kanye. something else. You know what I mean? It's either too urban or it's too country or it's too rock or it's too aggressive. Yeah, but... Or it's you're not f- pop enough or it's too pop. Nah. Um, it's constantly stuff like that. Nah, but you're fine because, again, your biggest influence, Kanye, went through the same thing. It took a while for anybody to buy. Anybody to buy. They're yeah. like, oh, we'll take a beat from you, but the rest of what you're doing, I'm not too sure about. Like, but yeah, now exactly. that's all exactly. anybody wants to do is his type of stuff. So you're fine. You're, you're honestly, you're fine. Don't even worry. I appreciate about that, brother. Yeah, no, it's gonna be a good couple of years. Get ready. So it's gonna be cool. Yeah, as long as uh, we can tag along, that's 
we're all about talent. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> We helped a lot of artists out, so it's one of those things that we hope that you kind of go the same route as the other artists, but not completely, because when we say that, we helped a lot of artists out there. They they are really well, and on off-air, we could even tell you, because there is a... Actually, you know what I just found out? What? I was watching the Macy's Day Parade. Time flies on the Macy's Day Parade. Okay, so we helped Time Flies out, and these guys... That, yeah. yeah, they're... Uh, they're now doing that, but we call them, and we'll get... Yeah, we'll come back on air sometime soon. And then uh, that's what was like a year ago. <laughs> like they still don't show up. So we want the best. We for had you. them in studio about two and a half years ago. Yeah, about two years ago. Oh wow! And now they're doing Macy's Day Parade. What about Boston? Why don't I just come up and do a thing? I think it's. Yeah, it's why Saturday, not? It's we're we're open for whatever it is because we help a ton of people out. We always help people to the next step. And I, I'm now we sound cocky, but we're being honest. And no, we're just, people, we're just awesome. Yeah. A lot of people openly. Yeah, I just rock. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, we we helped individuals make it to the next step in their career, and then they've gone on to amazing things. So that's what we hope for you. But it's also at the same time where I appreciate this, sir. we don't like being forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> I never forget. Trust me. I'm here. I was before I got here. I was writing personal messages plus bags of beef jerky to fans. Um, that, that's right. You in, make beef jerky. Like, huh? You have your own brand. People, of, don't worry. You have your own brand of beef jerky. Yeah, my own brand of beef jerky. How did that come about? Beef jerky. Protein for the people. What was that? How did that come about? How did it not come about? You got to have beef jerky if you're Squizzly Adams. Oh, yeah, it's um, nah, It's in the name. I, I kind of just had, like, thought one day. No, it was a friend of mine. A friend of mine, Peter, actually, was, like, really early on. I think it was before he even released any music. He was, like, he had my tunes, and he was jamming out. And he's, like, I'm jamming out. And I'm eating beef jerky. And he's, like, something just feels really right right now. And I'm, like... <laughs> Something seems really right about that. <laughs> Fast forward two years, I'm developing it. I'm you know, finding partners. And uh, I do my first show with El King. And you better believe I'm on that stage. I told everyone in the audience, I got my own brand of beef jerky. And immediately, people lined up at the merch table. And I realized it's very cheap to make. The profits are very high. Um, I'm into protein. Um, protein's <laughs> hot right now. I love protein. It's a great source of protein. My recipe is the lowest sodium. I eat it all the time on tour. I eat it all the time when I'm home. And it's delicious. It's awesome. It's American. It's great profit margins. It's currently funding a lot of my career, which I'm very grateful for. And it's kind of created a really cool culture outside of my music, which I'm, I'm very grateful for. And I know, you know I'm, I'm kind of incorporating this bull, this bull logo and this bull mentality onto other merchandising items like hats and T-shirts and... Uh, and as weird as it sounds, like beef jerky is just very me, and uh, it's an honest piece of thing. You know, I'm not here to play the game like anybody else. So if I'm at the you know the merch table selling you beef jerky and chatting it up with you or whatever it may be, just know I'm being me. So I think beef jerky's a thing now. I'm with it. That's really cool though. You can go to the merch table, get uh, you know some stickers, get a T-shirt, and get a bag of beef jerky. Yeah, exactly. Beef jerky is the best seller by a long shot. <laughs> People love it. It's uh, it's delicious. I'll give you guys a bag or two when I come up. Okay. No, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have different flavors? Of, like teriyaki is there? You know, all kinds of flavors. Um, I have one flavor right now. I got two more in the works. I got a hot and I got a garlic. Right now, it's an original. It's kind of a soy base, just a basic original kind of flavor. It tastes delicious. Like I said, it's the lowest sodium in the marketplace. Um, high protein. I think twenty nine grams per package. I think we that, need really good and, uh, <laughs> I think really we, good. we need really commercials, good. and I and I need to go and get some beef jerky. I'm getting hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you have ads? N- listen to us talk business on air. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking business on air. Do you have ads? <laughs> ads uh, for beef jerky? Yeah. Not really. Um, 
I do have a Shopify account, an online store. Um, it's www.grizzlyadamsbeefjerky.com. Everyone that orders it will get a personal message from me. Uh, I'm actually running a sale right now. I should have mentioned that. I have a sale for Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, running all the way through Cyber Monday, so Friday through Monday. For every order, you're going to get two free bags. So if you're listening, go to www.grizzlyadamsbeefjerky.com and uh, order some jerky stock up to get some free ones with it. That sounds awesome. I'll make sure to do that. Yeah, we're definitely going to make yeah. commercials here. Um, so, with, uh, but uh, anything else that you want people to know about your music? Like, where can they start listening to your music? Is it on Spotify? Yeah, sure. Is it downloadable? Can My they music buy song, the album? Um, right now, I have six songs on Spotify. Um, I have one song on iTunes. I got all my music on SoundCloud and YouTube. And uh, right now, it's, you know, it's obviously a very limited amount of content out there, but I will be changing. Uh-oh. Hello? Oh, no. Hello? Oh, there you go. <laughs> okay, sorry about that. So I'll be releasing a lot of music next year and a lot of content, and uh, I'm just uh, I'm just excited to spread the word. Yeah, it's awesome. I can't wait for people to hear more of your project. And uh, what is your, What's the difference when you do a show live? Is it the same as what we hear on the album, is, or is there band backing? What are we expecting when we yeah, see you live? Yeah, for sure. Um, I'd say it's a hybrid of a lot of things. Um, it's very – there's definitely a lot more – I mean, I have a band. Uh, you know, I have an awesome drummer. I have an awesome guitar player. I play electric guitar and acoustic guitar live. And I don't want to say, I feel like it's going to put it in the wrong way. It's a lot more like live kind of rock. It's just, it's very explosive. It's very arena rock, if that makes any sense. It's just very dynamic and explosive and there's cymbals crashing and there are guitars wailing. And I'm, you know, you're, there's something different about it. You hear me belting on the record, but when you kind of see it in person, it's a little more powerful, I'd like to think. Cause I'm really in front of you sweating, and it's, it's a, uh, you know, I'm loud. I'm a very loud vocalist. If you, uh, if you ever awesome. see me in person, you'll know how loud I am. That's so, awesome. Because, because I it's love an intense, that. Intense, very high rocking experience. So that's almost like gospel, because gospel does that. They, they are. Yeah, no, exactly. It's very. Well, see, I like think like, like a lot of it's like a church service, you know. I mean, at the same time, you have the it, you have the sonics of a hip hop show, which I think is cool. I hope the Middle East. Um, I'm sure they will. It's a big hip hop venue. You're gonna have those 808s pumping through the speakers and like those high trebles and those really low rumbling subs. At the same time, you're gonna hear, you know, guitars just crunching through and like, you know, drums. You know, it's gonna be cool. Oh, I can't wait. I'm yeah, actually really fun. excited. I love a good show, so I'm actually really excited. I want my face melted off. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly the face melter. So get ready. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. That's the most awkward thing to say until Mike. I want my face melted off. <laughs> it's a music thing. Yeah, you won't, you don't get it. It's just so awkward hearing <laughs> it from you. It's so you a, guys, fa- a face melter is a legit music. Right now in Boston. Yeah, yeah, we are. In, uh, we're actually in the Norwood area, which is I want to say ten to fifteen minutes outside of Boston. We're in the suburbs, but still um, uh, Boston area. Cool, cool. Yeah, we Boston. used to be in the well, heart of Boston. Yeah, we would love to have you in studio. Figure something out there. Um, especially yeah, if it's a Saturday show, we could definitely get you in early and then get you back to the venue so you could practice and do sound check. That'd be awesome, yeah. Yeah, let's let's figure that out. But um, what we're going to do is we're going to wrap up. Uh, tell people one more time where they can find your music. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this is Scrizzly Adams. You can find my music on Spotify. Search Scrizzly Adams. That's S-K-R-I-Z-Z-L-Y Adams. It's on Spotify. It's uh, We got one single on iTunes. Um, got music on SoundCloud and YouTube. 
just search Grizzly Adams and you'll see everything. Lots of music coming out next year. Uh, get ready. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. And uh, with that, this is a gag order. We're going to cut to a quick break. Thank you guys for listening to our interview with Grizzly Adams. We'll be back. Uh, stay tuned. Just like you to go and leave the ground The gates of heaven are now closing down And I don't know how long we've been talking But I'm getting tired of walking in circles So I'll break it down I'll break it down I'll break it down Leave your sands by the river Even if you drown You know the last forever and I It's sick, but it'd be better if you quit your life now until forever and I Why don't you do just like we talked about Like I said you would 
This maverick house is gonna hit the ground And the fire's gonna burn Well, you can put it out And I don't know how long we've been talking But I'm getting tired of walking in circles So I'll break it down I'll break it down Just 
Hey, Dan, you're a gamer. What is the comfort level of where you are playing? Comfort does not exist in the gaming world. After several hours, you push through the pain. You need Edge. Edge? Extended duration gaming equipment. Do you like your headset? Let me guess. I have to drop hundreds of dollars for the newest, most comfortable headset. No, sir. Keep your headset and let Edge make it better. Add a soft top made from 100% plush sheepskin wool to eliminate top of the head pressure. So I can keep my lucky headset? Keep them and your backups, but let Edge give them an upgrade. What about the seating arrangements? At a tournament, you get a metal folding chair, which is great if I want to knock out a professional wrestler. Terrible if I have to sit in it for hours at a time. Just like Edge upgraded your headset, now they're going to upgrade your chair with soft seat. No more fidgeting around trying to get comfortable. No more pain in your back, shoulders, and butt turn any chair into a comfortable gaming station. Go to edgeprogaming.com, type in the code GONETWORK, and receive discounts on your entire purchase. Take your gaming to the edge. If you're just hearing about Monk Therapeutic Air for the first time, it's a recyclable diffuser that promotes mood change and life-enhancing effects through our custom blends of essential oils and the ancient practice of aromatherapy. Monk is the simplest aromatherapy device in history. You don't have to know anything about essential oils. We do all that for you. Simply pick the way you want to feel, open your Monk, and breathe in as your Monk diffuses an eclectic blend of essential oils and wild plant extracts. Monk is available in seven different blends, all of which are organic, natural, and free of nicotine, tobacco, or artificial chemicals. Visit monq.com to learn more. Every day, noon and midnight, tune in to Gag Order Network for twice-a-day interview replays of your favorite stars and celebs. Hear about George Clinton's Boston connection. Where did Dr. Funkenstein obtain his doctorate? Oh, Berkeley, Boston. Yeah, I got my doctorate. Find out what X Factor winner Melanie Amaro is up to. Working on music with different producers and meeting with different writers and whatnot. So I'm working. I'm definitely working. Every day at 12 p.m. and 12 a.m., we're replaying your favorites, like how Anchorman and Saturday Night Live star David Koechner got started. Then I visited a friend up in Chicago. I went to a show at the Second City. I noticed that they taught classes, and it's like a light bulb went off. That's how you get here. You study. Giving you more of what you want here on GagOrderNetwork.com. You can also download the TuneIn app, search GagOrderNetwork, and now you can set your TuneIn autoplay to launch at noon and midnight. Bradford report a break-in and theft at the town zoo last night. After a night of partying, two assailants made away with a box you'll have to live with the decisions you make. Get this, a 900-pound adult horse. How does but you don't have to live with a hangover. Last round, natural hangover support. Wake up feeling so good, it's like last night never happened. Dan, you're a gamer. John, that's a bit of an understatement. You need Edge. Edge? Extended duration gaming equipment. Do you like your headset? Let me guess. I have to drop hundreds of dollars for the newest, most comfortable headset. No, sir. Keep your headset and let Edge make it better. Go to edgeprogaming.com, type in the code GONETWORK, and receive discounts on your entire purchase. Edge. Extended duration gaming equipment. Take your gaming to the edge.
care about you Just thought that we could get along It was high on a feeling I said I'd be there at 5.35 But I guess I was wrong Cause I got lost thinking how we fly down the park With my fifth in the driveway With my soul that was broken And a heart that's been beating I don't love you now like you love me then Was it sort of beginning of the end? Is this the tipping point? We 
We are back. It is the Gag Order Radio Show here on the Gag Order Network. The number is 8573665444. It is still your host, Jay, and alongside me is Dimitri. That's me. And uh, we had on air with us uh, Scrizzly Adams, a very talented young artist who is doing big things. Um, he is making a name for himself, and next year he will be going indie to a degree and kind of pushing his career forward. So make sure you guys support. He is very, very talented, as we mentioned before. He made me want beef jerky. Yeah, and he sells his own line of beef jerky, uh, which is awesome. So please check that out. Uh, again, go to scrizzlyadamsbeefjerky.com, um, and you can find his Black Friday uh, small business Saturday deals, which is basically buy one get two free. Exactly. So you can have three bags of beef jerky to enjoy, all low sodium, high in protein, always delicious. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, we, uh, yeah, we just, I just, I don't know. That was actually a fun interview. He he was talking to us from the side of the road, so that's why it was fading in and out, kind of like what Hanson did. Oh, Hanson was. It was worse because yeah. he was actually eating a, a. I think he said he was eating a burger while driving down the highway At while talking miles to an hour. while talking to us. Yeah, about his beer company. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not the safest thing. Yeah, that was a uh, pretty fun. Oh, and AJR, the first time we did an interview with them, they were in a van and it kept cutting out. Oh, because it was a video interview. Yeah, they they kept cutting out. They were in a minivan and it kept cutting out. That was because well, they were driving down the highway while they were talking. Then about we it. had those two kids that interviewed from their room at home, um, and they kept cutting out. I forget their names. Two young singers that are making a name for themselves in like Texas and stuff, um, and they just kept. Uh, they were like, "You guys are awesome," but they kept cutting out on camera in their own room. Uh, Maybe that bad Wi-Fi in their house or something. Dude, I I think we've done a lot of these where everyone doesn't get a landline, which is driving me nuts. Get a landline. Is it it just because our internet is better than everybody else's? Is that the problem? Yeah, and everyone starts to fade out. That's actually hilarious. I think Maya was a landline. Sinbad was a landline. Uh, you're talking about Sharp Turn Ahead. Yeah, Sharp Turn Ahead. Yeah. they, Dude, they, they had just come off... Uh, they were young kids and talking about their uh, groupies. They had a sleepover. Kyle and, Kyle and Ben. Kyle and Ben from yep. Sharp Turn Ahead had a sleepover party at a mall, right? And they yep, like yep, were yep. talking about being swarmed by all the girls. Yep. And they're all like... Pre- they're young, too. They're like early teens, right? Yeah. I think. Yeah. And so now, by now, they, they should be just sexual deviance. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, you have to give them some time. It's only been like a year. Uh, calm down. They've totally got mustaches. <laughs> They're totally beards and mustaches. At like 15? Biker jackets. At 15. <laughs> yeah, they do hard rock and thrash metal now. Wow. Yeah, they, they really progressed. Changed. They went from like, mm, bop. well, that's not at all. <laughs> that's it, <handsome>. but, <laughs> but they went from, mm, they went from, um, bopalicious. The, the version of Hanson song that they did they didn't do so, that mm, but bop. yeah it's a yeah bop <laughs> that's all they do now they scream bop um they scrop scream bop scream rap bop you know I noticed you haven't said any of our information I said that you can read our number call eight five seven three six six five four 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 I said that no, yeah that's what I led with rewind it nope Where, where's John when you need him nope. rewind it nope <laughs> go back and listen to the tape um. Yeah, no, so uh, you can also find us on Instagram, Gag Order Network, Twitter, at On Air Gag, or Gone Network, Gag Order Network, you should be able the to Gone Net. The Gone Net. Um, or is it the Go Net? The Go Net. The Go Net. The Gone Net is their posers. Go to the Gone. It's actually something completely different. Yeah, the Go Net. Um, and you can also find us individually. I'm J-A-Y-W-H-O-F. 
on uh, Instagram, and Dimitri is D the Pro on Instagram. Everywhere. Yeah. Well, yeah, actually everywhere. I am the pro. <laughs> yeah, just find us on, on social media. And Facebook is Gag Order Radio. Uh, we are still in the process of finishing up the music for Reverb Nation. We've reached out to them, had a discussion with them about uh, finishing up the top 40. And because of the length and time that it's taken for us to send out the acceptance letters, I think we're opening our interviews up to all of the artists that we just accept. So if you get an acceptance from us, it will tell you how to go about scheduling your interview. So just prepare yourselves, audience, for a ton of independent artist interviews that we may do on a separate day than our usual Friday show. We may do on a Thursday or a Tuesday, depending on what's Or Wednesday or Monday. Or Saturday. Or Sunday. Yeah, because we have tons of other days that we can just sneak in and do a, a gag or a special um, spotlight artist of Mostly the day. Mostly because we can come in here anytime we want. Yeah, so uh, be prepared for that. We may also get Grizzly Adams in studio physically in January, so that'd be cool. Yep, he has a show at the Middle East uh, January 21st. Yeah, and he's uh, it's a Saturday, so he might be able to come in here earlier. And if you're in any of the local colleges, and when you come back, if you think that you would enjoy having someone like Grizzly Adams there, let us know because we will definitely have him contact you guys through your student union or whatever it may be um just just know that we are finishing up the music portion of what gag word does gearing up for the video portion of it um, which will be interesting we're going to start looking to have guests and maybe if you're a local artist and you want to come in and do the top 10 or top five video countdown of the week let us know um because we'll set that up on saturdays get the cameras ready and and hopefully be able to film something of quality uh other than that there's nothing much going on at Gag Order. We've just, you know, just post Turkey Day. Tired. It's the holidays. Everyone's broke. Everyone's tired. Yeah, we're, I we're, feel like this every every year it gets more and more depressing. Yeah, yeah, because we're getting older, and that's what it is. That's why I understand why parents become surly old assholes. Like they just don't care. As a kid, yo, Christmas is amazing. Thanksgiving is like, oh, yo, it's turkey. It's the whole family. It's a huge meal. Yo, Christmas, you got presents and you got Santa Claus and everything. And now I just want my bills paid. Yeah, exactly. Now I have I have one simple request that I keep most of my paycheck. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's that's my one simple request. Hey, I, Santa, I, can you please deliver me my paycheck? I don't. <laughs> I don't know if it's because we're adults and maybe the kids nowadays feel the same thing, or is it just everybody? I don't know what it is. Yeah. What do you think it is? Do you think the, the it's depressing as a kid now too? Or the kids no, I don't think fun? they have as much fun. Kids just because they are so. Spoiled? Yeah, it's not. No, it's not spoiled. They just, I mean, back when we were younger, we could be outside and nobody would think twice that we were going to get kidnapped, shot, bombed, or maimed. Yeah. Or anything. Yeah, yeah. You know, you were just outside. It'd be like the neighborhood and you were more likely to go talk to your neighbor, have fun with people. That's true. I was actually talking to somebody else about this. As a kid, uh, for two or three months of the summer, you know, I would wake up in the morning, eat breakfast, ride my bike, and come back at night. Yeah, and that was it. You were out for the day. I had no cell phone. You had I, I things was, I was, to do. What, like anywhere between like twelve years of age and like fifteen or sixteen. Once they got a car, you know, as a teenager, that's what you did. You got on your bike and you just went somewhere. If your parents wanted to know where they were, where you were, they probably called your friend's parents' house. See if if they're not if they don't answer. Oh well, they're probably busy. He'll come home at night. Yeah, and and but nowadays. It's because the same people have become parents, and we know how dangerous the world is. It's all coddled, and you're not allowed to do anything. And so as kids, you stay inside. But Le then your parents complain that you're inside all day, so they force you to go outside to your backyard and do nothing. Less and less kids actually know how to ride a bike. Yeah. 
we started BMX biking accidentally because we were just like, let's just put plywood down and see if we can go over it. Like I had um I had a little forest in a, like near my house. So I me and my friends would just go through there, you know, at least little trails or just jump around whatever. Yeah, and we used to just have adventures. Nowadays kids don't have that. So that's why as a kid they it's not that they're not having as much fun, it's just different fun. Cuz I remember being excited that like it's Thanksgiving that means right around the corner is going to be like the Christmas specials of all the cartoons that I used to watch. Rugrats is going to do his Christmas special. Ah, Real Monsters Christmas special. Oh yeah. Yeah, like you know, all of Nickelodeon there was going to be a Christmas special. Disney had their own and it just beca- it was wholesome. We were so much nicer. You, you kids down You know that suck. You know that snow is in the, uh, coming soon. You know, you actually excited for snow cuz you can go outside and build igloos or whatever. And you shoveled for 3 minutes and then dad had to take care of the rest. Exactly. Now you And now it's fun. acted on his back for so many years that dad hates you and needs you to shovel <laughs> <laughs> wow growing old sucks <laughs> it really does it's so depressing now you have responsibilities and oh, bills man it used to be can we go for a snow ride and when you were skidding in the snow you were like yeah now it's like oh crap my insurance rates are gonna go through <laughs> <laughs> the sad uh, part is that is very accurate life blows <laughs> Oh, man, does life blow. You don't really have fun as an adult anymore. No, you can't. Who said adulting was fun? Oh, you guys lied. Our <laughs> our fun is not having to pay the bills this week. Listen, you know what? As as kids, children, when your parents tell you that you're going to have more fun as a child and just enjoy these years, don't fight so hard. Because we used to fight hard. Like, I can't wait till I'm a teenager because I can do whatever I want. Yeah, I have freedom. Oh, yeah, no, no. Whatever you want costs. It's and it's just and you still can't do whatever you want because you need to have a job to be able to do whatever you think you want, which basically just leads to more problems later on in life. You're basically you have a job to be able to go to your house after your job, go to sleep, and then go to your job the next day. Yeah, that's why you have a job. You just have, basically you have a job to live. You <laughs> you have a job so you don't have to be bothered in your own place <laughs> that's all it is so you can now go you to just, bed the way you want to exactly <laughs> that's it so on Saturday so that you can stay up later to watch Saturday night TV <laughs> being an adult sucks <laughs> kids run so it's run a Saturday away. morning if Jesus. Peter Pan comes and gets you granted he may kill you go if for Peter it. Pan comes and gets you just go to Neverland just don't even come back don't don't look twi- I want a, a wardrobe to Narnia I need to go <laughs> like I just I'm so I'm this is not at all what I want. I didn't want aches and pains in the morning. Who wanted that? Now I got to think of, uh, did I did I do the right choice? At R- the My Roth IRA? Is that is that a good choice? Or do I need to go and what What, perc- what percentage is your CD? Uh, for money being, wow, we're really having to <laughs> For money being put in, are, am I matching? Because I don't think my job's matching. I think uh, How's your 401k? Uh, it's decent. My job doesn't match but they do a percentage that's close to it so i'm putting in more than i need to so at least when i retire which won't be eligible for me because with trump in office we're not gonna have that yesterday i saw a really cool walk outside that i was that's it that's what kids used to be able to do yeah. <laughs> as a kid i would say something stupid like that and people would have to accept it <laughs> now they just now we're talking about 401ks and yeah, saving but, accounts oh and the fact that they're not going to mean anything in a couple of years because yeah. if trump has his way I might as well pull out all my money now, pay my taxes on it, and call it a day. Yep. That's sad. Okay, so gag order Singapore will consider <laughs> us doing this in Singapore. I wonder if Squizzly would come and visit. <laughs> hey, so there's a lot of people in Singapore. Yeah, we should actually check that out and see Wait, how Wait, where are we going to go to Malaysia? Yeah, we want to, but I think they're, they're weird. I don't want to go to Malaysia and then get beat. 
because I know they have a thing against Nigerians, and I'm I'm just dark. I'm okay. I'm fine. Yeah, I know, but I'm not. I'm white. I'm all right. I'm I'm good everywhere. Maybe they have a thing against white people too. No, Russians. They do have a thing against Russians. That's okay. I'm, I'm I'll pretend my name is Michael Smith. But it's not <laughs> even close. Also, your name came up on a TV show. It comes up every TV show. It's always the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. It was the full name. It, it's always, they, no, it's not even the bad guy. It's usually a henchman. No, but. The full name came up, and they were like, he's the worst of the worst, Dimitri Monikov. I was like, wait, what TV show was this? I'm trying to remember. I, 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 I was watching it. It had to be on my phone. I was watching so it. So something on Netflix. Either Netflix or on another program that I used. That I'll oh, tell okay. you about. But um, it may have been S.H.I.E.L.D. If it wasn't S.H.I.E.L.D., it had to be. It ha- it's a show. It was my full name? Yeah. Wow. That's that's why I freaked. I was like, what? <laughs> they have to- I've been working there's, with a criminal. There's two of me. Yeah, dude. It's it was the way they said it, and I just started laughing so hard because I go. They always say it wrong too. No, but it's, no, they said it spot on. Oh, okay. That's why I was like, find the show and find the episode. Yeah, I'll watch and that, it. it's it's one of the recent ones, so I'm gonna go backtrack and see. Maybe it was one I just finished. Huh? Oh yeah, I'm gonna definitely pull it up. Let I want know. you, dude. I want I'll you to see it because you'll laugh. <laughs> I'll watch it. When I heard the name, I w- I freaked. I go, no way, because it wasn't just like because my name Dimitri is usually like a henchman or like in the mafia no, or something. No, he was like the head guy. Full, oh, okay, yeah. it was the full name. Yeah, yeah the scary. full name. That's scary. And that's why I freaked. I was like, oh wow. I'm probably never gonna hear your name. So. If yeah, I was like, if you hear me. <laughs> Wearing for a long. Haul. It's fu- it's funny because like our names are not like Michael Smith or something. Or- yeah, no, my name especially is just there's a there's a it's an Olympic track runner with the name, but he doesn't have the same spelling. Then there's my other- my first name is very popular. Yeah, but to have it smashed with your last name, mm. no. Anyway, and that's the th- that's the thing. You're g- when I f- I want to pull it up when you hear it, you're gonna go ha! Like it really is your name. <laughs> like it's just not even. That's cool. Yeah, it's not even. Uh, a joke but uh yeah so we're gonna be wrapping up the music stuff so be prepared for that um if you have music submissions just want to go through the regular process artists at gagordernetwork.com is always available for you you can also submit music via twitter just tweet out your music links but have your fans tell us it too because we we tend to just want to see how many of your fans are willing to listen to you because they are going to be ultimately the key to your success um at the same time, uh, if you have music videos and you want to start sending that our way, it's artists at gagordernetwork.com. But then also be prepared for the Reverb Nation um, artist submission campaign that will start for that. Um, shout out to everybody that's uh, supported us so far. The year is almost over, which is crazy. Um, oh, yeah, here comes 2017. Yay. That means all of our passwords will just change for a year. Uh, <laughs> just change to the next year. <laughs> You're not supposed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many times I hear that from shows? They go, Dimitri's creative much? He just changes the year. I don't care. I was like, well, yeah, but we don't run around telling people. Oh, you just did. Well, maybe the world will edit it. It'll be done in edit. It won't be done. <laughs> but, uh, our, our passwords are actually gibberish. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it is really, actually, it, it really is gibberish. It's actually Jay's first, middle, and last name. Try spelling that, folks. That's rude. Um. Anyways. Yeah, so next week, hopefully, we'll have a guest. Be prepared for the rest of the shows that we have coming up. And soon, new programs. We're going to have Nighthawk Radio. We'll have The Stew, which is going to be a hip-hop DJ show. Um, Uh, Jay Talks is coming back. Yes, indeed. We're going to have Elevation, hopefully. um, Next weekend. Next weekend. Next Saturday. uh, Every other Saturday morning. Yes. And um, we're also going to have, I don't know. I think there's other shows that are coming on. We just got to finish. There are a couple other ones, yes. Yeah, and then in February, we're going to have... 
a new show, a new at least show. at least two that I can think of. Yeah, so th- we got some new programming coming in, and maybe we'll get rid of some old programming. It all depends, but uh, and I am definitely changing the studio Wi-Fi password. <laughs> <laughs> just so, for, uh, just for anybody else. So. For- until next week or next time whenever we do this show I'm Jay I'm Dimitri and we are the Gag Order Radio Show coming to you live every whenever from here at the Gag Order Network peace